0: With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first listen. listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: There is so much to be thankful for family, friends, food, and NFL football all week long. DraftKings Sportsbook is keeping your Thanksgiving week. Full of action. New customers can bet just $5 on NFL action to score $150 in bonus bets instantly. No matter your appetite, there's something for you. Money lines, parlays, props, live bets, and so much more. You name it, they got it. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code RICHARD. New customers can bet. on the NFL Thanksgiving action to score $150 in bonus bets instantly. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL with code RICHARD. The crown is yours.
2: The volume. know sir. If you don't for these jokes. do Super Bowl championship. That should always be the expectation. All right, man. That's Go ahead. Welcome back to the Richard Sherman podcast. I got two of my favorite guys on here. Ryan Fitzpatrick, Andrew Whitworth, my co-workers now. Appreciate y'all joining me.
3: You finally invited us on the podcast, sure. We've been waiting We're so for excited so excited to be here. We're wow, happy to be here, guys. baby.
2: Uh, I'm, I'm grateful and thankful I know you guys have a busy schedule especially you Fitz um, on every commercial in America you're America's favorite child
3: right now the haze in the barn you know I've already done all those so I'm not busy with those anymore So, except ah. for the one we did <laughs> together
2: what? don't tell me we're not supposed to die, die. <laughs> oh,
3: Are we going his... to I'm going to tease it I won't even say what it's for but we did do one together recently
2: see how he couldn't just go fall on a sword by himself Witty? he had to pull me in yeah. <laughs> uh. Well, you guys are in and Obviously, we we're a year out of football and in a new space. How are you enjoying the analyst space? And what what's your favorite part? And yes, I'm fishing for compliments here.
3: Wait, why don't you take that one?
1: Yeah. Uh. You know what? I, I. It's been unbelievable. I think we. You know, we've shared with each other over the weeks. I think for me, I never really thought. Um. I would have this much fun doing this. I mean, obviously the crew matters and the people you do something with, uh, you know, we, we've been able to find a good groove going on the road and spending some quality time together. And then also getting a chance to talk about a game that's changed all of our lives. That's for sure. And so that, that to me, that's the most fun. I get to talk about something that's made a massive difference in my life. And and then I get to do it with a bunch of great people. And uh, we, we find a little way to have some extracurricular fun at times. On the road, I don't know if I sleep much. That's probably the biggest shock is that I did not realize that zero sleep was included Ooh. in this job. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. a lot
2: of preparation. with
1: It's a lot of bonding. <laughs> a lot of prep time, and for some reason, I always have to leave a couple days early. I hadn't figured that out yet, but Melissa, she gets it. You know, I always have to leave earlier than I
3: thought. I will, I will say for all of us though, like the leaving the team aspect of it, uh, football, and everybody says, "Oh, I missed the locker room," whatever. Like we we kind of have recreated it uh, with this and doing the traveling circus when we go on the road. And I think that's the one thing when I, you know, we all jumped into this thing kind of not knowing, but that's the one thing I think I'm most grateful for is to still have that, to still have the camaraderie, the back and forth. Um, That part of it is really fun for me. Yeah. Except when you leave your teammates and we give you a hard time, like you did last week. I mean, guys, the two-minute warning happened like we got we got to go on air guys okay you can't no. just sit in and eat all the m&ms and whatever else you no, eat no, cocktail no. in the
1: green room no but it happened twice because you did it before the game when you went into the green room and we were still off the desk and normally you wait for us and we walk off the field together Sherm and i like to be escorted okay we don't want to have to catch up
3: to you all
1: right we want you to walk with us
3: i was right? with uh, I was with Jason Kelsey who was new and I was trying to show him the ropes of where to go okay. and showing and him the guys... ropes
1: to be stand right here and wait on Sherman with that would be stick showing the ropes.
3: Okay. Well, I'm going to admit my mistake and say, sorry, guys. Won't You're such again. a big
2: man Fitz. And that's, that's what we're talking about with the maturity. It's the beard. I don't know if it's the beard or it's just, he's a father of seven. The maturity level there is outstanding.
3: That was great. Uh, yeah. I just give, I learned with my wife just to give up on the arguments <laughs> and just completely cave in. That's the fastest way to stop talking about it. So. <laughs> That's fair.
2: That's fair. So what, since you've stopped playing, what are some things that you guys have more time for that you didn't have time for when you were playing?
3: So one of the things that I get a chance to do is coach basketball and not just coach, but dive in. I mean, we're talking, I'm watching game film, I'm watching practice. It doesn't matter that it's second and fourth grade basketball. I mean, this is serious. Um, I replace a lot of my football film work in the off season with being able to watch these kids. And even if they can't dribble, we're going to review the tape. We're going to make sure they know what they're doing wrong. And we're going to try to get better every week. That's excellent excellent
2: habits. Same thing.
1: I mean, I think it's coaching the kids sports. Uh, It's been a lot of fun. I don't, I, I, it's uh intense still. I didn't think I would like get into it, but I'm into it. I thought I was gonna be like, you know, I'm gonna play it cool every week. Not really gonna get into it, but it is uh locked in. I mean, you guys have seen me messing around, watching tape sometimes on these youth football games, getting prepared for the next week. Uh, but that part's been a lot of fun. You gotta take it serious, gotta lock it in. But we had our end of the year party yesterday. I shared with you guys we got torched in our last game in the playoffs, yeah. and one of the dads was like, you know, hey, uh, what do you make of the season? Could you kind of break it down for me? And I was like, I don't know. I mean, it's eleven <laughs> year olds playing football. I don't. I mean, I don't. I don't know. What I mean, I don't know. I don't have any like final words per se. Wanted of, an exit uh, meeting. Season. Give him his
2: exit <laughs> meeting.
3: <laughs> I'm curious. So, like, with you, Sherm, even my for my boys, like, I don't. I almost shy away from football. Not not them playing. They play, but like I almost shy away from coaching them in football. And like, then I can dive into some of the other sports. Basketball was my favorite sport, like in high school and growing up. It just didn't happen to be the one I was best at. But uh what do you, you coach your son in football and do you well, feel I, like, I, weird about it or no?
2: I feel weird about it. And I try to stay un, as uninvolved as I can until he asks, are they getting a sticky situation in, in the playoffs of of the third and fourth grade division of the uh, the flag football league? And yeah. then the coach is like, man, can you help us? We're down by 14 at the half. And then I get involved and we start running blitzes and complicated stuff. And we come back and run, run the score up and and we score points. And, and then I back back off once once my son and his team. You
3: <laughs> say, let me let me show you this Seattle three that I've run for a yeah. while.
2: <laughs> have you guys, have a cover three? Have you guys cover three? <laughs> yeah, <have you> guys, <laughs> just, uh, but it, it's fun. It's fun to see the kids happy. You know, I usually coach basketball and track. Track team, you know, that's my baby, but it's all the same kids. So when the football season comes around and they're looking at you puppy eyed, you know, down by 14 at the half, and you know you can give them answers to win the game, you're like, hey, well, you got to, baby. I mean, this is what we're going to do.
3: I think one of the coolest things, too, about coaching your kids is you really get to know the kids they're hanging out with. Like that to me, and it turns into Friday night basketball practice at the house and, you know, families coming over and hanging out, and you just, it's so hard getting pulled in different directions with all the stuff that we do on the road and everything else to kind of hit pause and to be able to like see them and learn who their friends are and be a part of it is, is a neat part of it. No,
1: it really is. I mean, I think that's the, the part to me that's most educational is who my kids hanging out with and also getting to learn the personalities, you know, everybody, when you compete, there's a certain personality you have in those moments. So I think your kids you kind of see who the kids are that you're like, Ooh, you should be around this kid a lot. Like he's wired, right. Uh, you're going to learn a lot from being around him. I think that's a huge part. I'm the coach, though, that, like, I ignore that Michael exists, my son, my 11-year-old on my football yeah. team. So <laughs> yeah. I coach the team. I don't even speak to him. You know, we don't talk to each other until <laughs> we get in the car. So no. it's like, in the car, he's like, hey, Dad, what would you think of my practice? That's the first time he'll hear from me the entire day.
2: That's crazy. Okay, football season is finally here. And here's one thing every fan should know. You can get anything you need for game day delivered with Uber Eats. Well, Almost, almost anything. Because no, you can't get your dream running back for your fantasy team delivered with Uber Eats. But flapjacks, baby back ribs, and a cold six pack? Yeah, you can definitely get those. Great pass protection? That's a no. Great pizza selection from your favorite places? Yes. Championship defense? No. Deodorant? Yep. A well-executed fake punt? No. Delicious fresh produce? Yes. game clinching turnovers? No, but pastry turnovers? You know, the kind with delicious apple filling? Oh, yeah. Because that's groceries. And get those delivered with Uber Eats, too, along with food from your favorite restaurants and other essentials. And the best part? You can get it all without missing a second of action on your TV. So this football season, stay planted on your couch and get anything, well, Almost, almost anything you need for game day by ordering on the Uber Eats app. Uber Eats, the official on-demand delivery partner of the NFL. Order now. Alcohol in selected markets. Product availability may vary by region. See app for details. But well, speaking of, of, like, family, you know, we got Thanksgiving coming up. And I got to play on Thanksgiving. It wasn't, yeah, well, actually, it was a fun game. Uh, and got to eat Turkey on a football field of my greatest rival at the time. But, um, you guys can have any fond memories of playing on Thanksgiving. I know Wit. I know you played in Thanksgiving on, in 2010, uh, Fitz, I don't know if you played on
3: Thanksgiving. I never played. and never had the pleasure of playing on Thanksgiving, but I do, my birthday is November 24th. So like, it's always fall, you know, falls on Thanksgiving every now and again. So I was always happy to not have a Thanksgiving game, um, uh, to be able to spend it with the fam, but how, how is it? Wit you enjoy gobbling? Uh,
1: I, all I remember is we got beat. It, it was not fun. It was not. It was not a fun game. Let's just put it that way. Nothing like Thanksgiving on the road and just getting torched in a football game. So wasn't much fun.
2: Yeah, we had it on. We had it on that Thursday. We 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 beat the breaks off of San Francisco that day. I had two picks player to game. What's that talking you know, I mean, every now and then, you know what I mean, Kaepernick would feed me and help feed my family. You know, I uh, you know, I got a few birthday and Christmas cards for him and his family whenever they need. Uh, you know, the Fitzpatrick family is always good in my book as well.
3: Yes. <laughs> hey, I always tried to feed the family for you. No problem, Sean.
2: I appreciate that. You were you were not stingy about that. But we got the Black Friday game this year. We got the Jets versus the Dolphins and <sighs> Deep breath uh-uh. for Zach Wilson.
1: <laughs> Deep breath, baby. Deep breath. Woo-sah. What
2: advice would you have for Zach Wilson, Fitz? Please give. If you' coaching Zach Wilson right now, give me what you got to
3: tell him. Give
2: me hope. You should,
1: you should offer to meet with him, Fitz. Come on, man. Like, tell us what
3: you tell him. You the We'd love to hear about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Look, I, I, I feel, I feel bad for Sala because. Uh, he's stuck. Like he, he obviously like this, that is their option, right? So he has to continually support them in the media. Uh, they have a championship caliber defense, like, as we all know, and as we see every single week, I think at this point, one of the things that I watch him play and people may disagree with me, but I think he's become too safe. I think that he's been beaten down so much, uh, with his performance, with turning the ball over with all those things that. It's such a careful offense now. There are glimpses in games yeah. where you see that special ability. Um, that being said, it's like some of the layups, it makes more complicated, complicated than they need to be. And I just think it's almost too careful at this point yeah. because they go, it's hard to play quarterback when you go into a game and you say, okay, well, let's not screw this up. We've got a All good right. defense, we've got good special teams. As long as we don't screw it up, we got a chance. And look, they they've had a chance in the last few games. They just haven't scored any touchdowns. So at some point, you also got to be aggressive on offense.
1: I agree, man. I mean, you look at it like even I, I joked with you guys a couple weeks ago when they're playing the Giants. Like it's like, you know, the nose the nose guard destroys the center and he has to leave the pocket and start running. And all of a sudden it's like, oh wow, when you see him out on the run, and it's like there's no like, all right, I gotta think through everything. He's able to like run on his you know, he's on the run, throwing across his body and throws in a hell of a football. He did last night. I mean, you know, the other night, just same thing. It almost seems like sometimes when you take him out of, like, just sitting in the pocket being, you know, careful and just get him, like, moving around, he all of a sudden starts to throw the football and throw it aggressively. You see some of that athleticism. And to me, it's like, how do you get this guy to just, hey, man, just go sling, like, just go wing it for one game. Like, don't even worry about any of this stuff. uh, Because, man, it's got to be tough on that locker room right now.
2: But it looks like he has to be under duress, you know, when when you get in those positions where it's reactive playing like he doesn't he doesn't get to think he doesn't have time to process. It's no thinking. It's like, hey, this is where I'm going. My body says go there. I'm going there. And I think they got to find ways to get him in more of those situations, whether it's rolling outside of the pocket or it's kind of simulated scrambles, because that's what Aaron used to do really well. Like, I don't know what he used to tell his tackles. But he'd be in the pocket for like a half a yep. second, and then next thing you know he just slowly drifting left, and you're like, "Wait, what? What are y'all doing? Did y'all? Is this how y'all drew the play?" And he'd slowly drift left, and all of yeah. his receivers would slowly drift with him, and he'd find somebody wide open every single time. But. In this game, they got to deal with Tyreek Hill and Tua Tunga-Vailoa and Raheem Mostert and this high-flying offense. What do you think they can do with this defense? Because they just look so dejected sometimes, even after they get big stops and big turnovers. They just look like, man, we know there's no hope.
3: But it's like the last few times. And, you know, one of the other hard things is this is all playing out in primetime because everybody expected Aaron to be playing. They got so many primetime games. But now every game you see the graphic what they did to Mahomes, what they did to Josh Allen, like what they're doing to these elite quarterback. Jalen Hurts had three picks, which, you know, a, a guy that takes care of the ball and doesn't turn it over. I mean, this is an elite defense and they're playing at such a high level. I obviously think they're taking a lot of pride in, you know, being, this is if the offense is going to struggle, we have to go out and win this game, yeah. but it's just, it's time and time again. I mean, Justin Herbert had, you know, Held 130 yards or whatever it was. It's it's amazing to watch these guys continuously do it week in and week out.
1: Yeah, I think that's the biggest thing of them losing this game, you know, this past week is that you know, we look at their schedule going forward and going into our game for like Black Friday. I mean, this defense can really be put in a position where our season is starting to fall apart. And it's like, man, you you guys know we all know what that does to a locker room, man. It's tough. You know, when you feel like there's one side of the football field. Uh, you know, one side of the team that's really dominating and and not the reason for losing. And then the other side is the reason. Uh, It makes uh, the the culture and atmosphere, as we use that word all the time, the best thing for a culture is called winning. Uh, Everybody has a really good culture when they win. And when you don't, uh, it gets tough, man. And so I I think that's going to be the biggest thing. They've got to find a way to get some offensive production and at least have just a game where win or lose, they play well offensively. Uh, And I think they need it badly.
2: And they got so much talent on that defense. I mean, you talk about the season Quincy Williams is having. Um, yep. Quentin Williams is obviously a highly paid guy. Bryce Huff um, getting pressure on the quarterback. Um, Jermaine Johnson coming to his own. Uh, then you got C.J. Mosley, um, who's been elite for a while. We always, you, you know, Sauce and Reed get all the credit they deserve. Uh, but it's it, it, so it's going to be a star-studded affair when when Miami's offense uh, is going against uh, the Jets defense and Sauce has had some success versus Tyreek, but, I mean, this year Tyreek is just on another level and, and playing in another mode. Do you think this Jets defense will be able to have another elite performance against Tua Valoa?
3: Well, I uh, I mean, I, th- I think the biggest thing with Miami's offense, and they've, they've slowed down a little bit. Their running game has slowed down. Uh, A-Chain yep. looks like he got brought off IR, so I don't know if he'll play uh, this week or next week, but uh, that'll be a big part of their running game going forward. And then I, I think the teams that have been successful against Miami, if you can get Tua off his first read, if you can get him to have to move around in the pocket a little bit, and and the Jets have been so good at collapsing that pocket. So, um, you know, everybody's so afraid of the speed of Tyreek and Waddle, but making sure that Tua is having to go through a progression and spend more than those 2.2 seconds or whatever it is with the time to throw with Tua, that's a big mm-hmm. part when you play Miami. The problem with them is they can score on every single play. And and there aren't a lot of offenses in the league right now where you're afraid. And it's not just one or two guys. There's four guys that can take it to this the distance on every play. Um, but the, it's, it's like the AFC is so dang competitive right now. Yep. It's like what's going to happen crazy. with some of those bottom spots? It's crazy.
1: Yeah, I think that's the thing. I think you're you eventually a lot of these teams, too, you look at it, are playing each other the next few weeks. So, I you know, I think there's going to be some teams in the AFC right now that, maybe in it right now that are going to be out of it in a few weeks because I think some of that's going to kind of all come down to these last few weeks because of really how competitive it is every week I feel like any of those teams can win you got a team from Pittsburgh standpoint who you have no idea how they have the record they have and and then you look at the Bills and Bengals and you're like man how are these two teams not in the playoffs so I think that's gonna be the crazy part and For that game, Jets-Dolphins, I think it's going to be interesting to see how the Jets decide to play them defensively. You've seen the different philosophies every time somebody plays them, and it seems to have worked for a couple of these four-down-line teams to keep these shells, not run with all the motions, and just try to take away that first read and see what happens
3: and get there with pass rush. So it'll be interesting to see how they decide to play them. And I do think, too, like for Miami, warm-weather team, like as it starts to get a little colder – We know what happened. Not a physically bruise and run game. Like, it'll be interesting to see how they adjust to that as well.
2: The best way to get tickets to any of these games this month is on Game Time, the fastest growing ticket app in the U.S. Game Time is the only ticketing app that gives you peace of mind. With your purchase. They let you see the view from your seat before you buy so you know what to expect when you arrive. Their all in prices show your total up front so you always know you're getting a great deal. And it takes no time at all. You can buy tickets in seconds with two taps. So take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and redeem code Sherman for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem code Sherman. That's S-H-E-R-M-A-N for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed.
3: And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, "Becoming an Icon."
5: We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to "Becoming an Icon" on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search "Becoming an Icon."
2: Yeah, I mean it's going to be great. This being the first ever NFL game taking place on Black Friday on Prime Video, how excited are you guys to be part of that inaugural? kind of nfl new nfl holiday
1: i think it's insane i mean you think about it last year guys we we you know got on the set you're part of the first ever fully streamed package of football games which is just crazy to do as we all step off the field and then now to be a part of the first ever black friday game um i think it's going to be one of those films when we get there this that week and everything is going on you're going to feel it just because it's going to be that big of a game and, and the atmosphere and everything else around it but Uh, I think it's really special, man, to come off the field and get to be a part of something like this. Uh, It's going to be cool because, I mean, I think for me, when I think of football season in November and December, I mean, Thanksgiving week, those games sitting down at your house with your teammates, whatever else over. uh, Those are kind of the memories I have of like that this part of the year, the football season. So to be a part of a new, unique game that's going to be on a Friday, guys are going to get home from their walkthrough or practice. Uh, set in. They're going to be like,
3: hey, man, let's go sit on the couch and watch this football game, and we're going to get to be a part of it. It's insane. And I was kind of shocked that they hadn't figured this out yet, like that there wasn't yeah. a game on Black Friday because they're really – I don't think there are any days left on the other right. NFL calendar where they can put a game, but for us to be able to do that, obviously the, the synergies of like being in New York and Amazon and everything that happens on Black Friday is going to be cool. And then for me, I mean, it's a rivalry game for me, you know. Right. A couple former teams. I mean, who do I root for, Sherm? Uh, you know, Witt and I are going to be sitting on top of the standings. You're going to be looking up at us, you know, and oh, we're going to – This may be a big one. Taking I know this is shots be on my
2: podcast?
1: Wow. wow. I'm just in, saying,
3: in your house?
1: He, he just stepped – How many he walked in your door? You, you have two losses shot.
3: on the year? Sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah if it yeah. wasn't
2: for some – You know what? The Will li- – The Will li- – That was the right pick.
3: They should have won right. that game. Yeah. They didn't. They should have, but they didn't. They
2: but didn't. coverage begins at 1.30, 1.30 p.m. Eastern time. The Dolphins are at the Jets. Oh, no, coverage begins at 1.30 Eastern time. The game kicks off at 3 p.m. Eastern time, which means we'll have a bit of an earlier ending to the game. That'll be a different rhythm as well.
3: Uh, so, Liza, my wife was already, for the viewers, not for you guys, was already asking me, like, what do you guys do after the games? And it's like, well, we, we just go – You know, we sit around, we enjoy but it's always late. So it's like, are we going to have to plan something after this game? Because we're going to be done so early. I don't, I think we'll probably do the same type of thing. It'll just, again, find its way into the wee hours of the night, just hanging out and having fun.
2: It's going to be great. I mean, we're not going to, you know, I'm not going to get to spend uh, Thanksgiving with my family. You know, it's going to be a different holiday for us, but for people, for the fans at home, I mean, Amazon is still the same. Amazon is going to have deals for customers every quarter. So you got to tune in to see. Like, it's such a different way to do Black Friday. Because when I was younger, Black Friday used to stand in line. You know, people are camped outside. (laughs) Nowadays, you don't got to. Right, right. You got to be the first one to get the deals. Now, you just got to be watching the Black Friday game on Prime Video to get these deals. Each quarter, they're going to have different deals. It's the perfect fit. For Amazon, really, because how many people holiday shop on Amazon? We're, it's like they're bringing everything one-stop shop. Come to Prime Video, you can do your shopping, you can catch the game, you can you can do anything, really. I mean, what yeah, are we doing?
3: Be great. Well, you guys, you guys are uh, invited to the Harvard club with me for are we Thanksgiving invited? dinner are we, are we... with the Fitzpatrick's. Yeah. If you want to come and I
1: uh, gonna be all by ourselves. We're going to need somewhere to hang out for Thanksgiving.
3: We appreciate that invite. And uh, Sherm, you've already tried the dress code there. So I think you can just show up in sweats. And I, 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 him, I, I think, I,
2: I think they really, really kind of turned a blind eye to me that day. And I don't know if they're doing it again. Cause these millennials that they're talking about yeah. these new generation, yeah. they're already talking about taking the elephant off the wall. <laughs> and this is, this is, oh. <laughs> uh, this is Roosevelt's elephant. This is Roosevelt's elephant. Now,
1: yeah, Fitz, you might you might want to check your email. You might have gotten a letter about that appearance. So, yeah, when yeah, we'll, you we'll, cut this out of the podcast, properly. this
3: is going to be tough. Yeah, <laughs> just no ripped no ripped jeans, please, Whit. That's the only thing we can't do. It all right, all right. Well,
2: so what? What? Who, give me your prediction for the outcome of this game. I, you know, I'll take it right now. So, I can, <laughs> give me your prediction. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
3: no, no, you got to answer
2: the question. You're on my podcast. <laughs>
3: I would say, like, a team that I played for will win. I'll say that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow.
1: No, I think it's going to be a great game, Sherm. That's all I'll tell you. I'll send spoon text to who I think is going to win, but I can't give you any information. You know, we can't allow you back in the standings.
2: You guys are playing it so close to the vest. It's been great having you guys on. It's been great being your teammates. What's, what's What would you tell these fans out there is the worst part about your new job?
1: Well, we got to hear Fitz's last year. He didn't realize that we traveled every week, although that was astounding, <laughs> astounding yeah, information Whit, for him to share Whit
3: with Carissa's favorite. But look, like as players, you travel like every other week, right? So getting on that airplane every week, you know, it's it's a little bit different. But now I get to fly and see your smiling faces, so it makes me happy. No, I really
1: don't. I, I don't know if I've found the worst part yet. I enjoy it all, man. I really do. I, I Right now, it's a lot of fun. I'm sure there's something that, you know, get tiring over the years. But uh, for now, man, it seems like a lot of fun, and I love doing it.
2: You
1: I know, know the I can't.
3: Part. Yeah, oh, I, I the was the about to say, turn. I got a worst two, part. For going sure. on the two-minute. Oh, no, go ahead. No, <laughs> it's it's when we're on the East Coast, and we come back to the hotel, and there's people that oh. have been standing out there with the helmets and the pylons and the football yep. cards. And I, we've already signed eight things for you. Like, you do you need that ninth thing signed? You've been waiting here for five hours. And that you got to give me. them
2: credit for being out there
3: because you it's have cold. To. Yeah, yeah, they're grinding. But they always give know them where we're staying. Yeah, you give them credit. You give them. Credit.
2: You, you get if they weren't, if it wasn't cold and it wasn't, they weren't out there for hours. Something I, you know, I'd probably just go to my room because I don't like people staying. At, you know, waiting for me at the hotel that I have to be at. But you know these people; they're nice, you know about it. They ask nicely. You got to give them credit for that. But there is something about you know this is the background, you know the the nuances of the the media world. The you know an analyst role is sometimes we don't have a green room. Ooh, and those, the are the times,
1: oh, yeah. those are the times. Those oh. are the times. I'm
3: real comfortable. I, real comfortable real fast. Very you know quick what I settings. thought you were going to say, Sherm? I thought you were going to say when we try new things like. This last week when me and Wit and Kels weren't on the desk, so you didn't have your partner in crime, Wit, right next to you, and you had to talk on the desk without us. They're trying to mess with us this year. Yeah, right? I,
2: I, I, I kind of feel like I'm, in the, I'm butt naked in the middle of Antarctica when that happens, but it is <laughs> what it is. You know, I'm trying to adjust. You know, when you get put in uncomfortable situations, with, and that's where growth happens, but I don't know if I'm, I'm growing from this. I'm just being put in uncomfortable situations.
3: That's it. I still am trying to. In Miami, Brian Flores had a sign that said, "Get comfortable being uncomfortable," and to this day, like I can't get my fourteen-year-old to understand what that means. Uh, And I, I try to always put him in uncomfortable situations, but it still is like it doesn't make sense to him.
2: Well, my my big my last question for you guys, and this is a big one. Speaking of signs, yes, yes.
3: I just want you guys to know.
1: I, I I saw that behind you, Ryan, and I know I know Sherm has one too, but. Yes,
3: I, do. I uh, I just got my – there you go. That makes us happy, man. That, that makes, makes us really me, happy. Really happy. feel connected.
2: It's CJ Stroud, the MVP of the league right now. Ooh, <laughs> my God. The future's looking bright. But, you know, everybody's having a debate because so many, so many quarterbacks are playing so inconsistent. Like, is he a top-10 quarterback? Is he top-5 now, Fitz? I need your opinion.
1: Oh boy, we're getting uh, into the Broad Curdy thing here now. Here we the go. Yes, we top are. Yes, five. Yes, we are.
3: Cause then you're like, okay, well, if he's in your top five, who's not in your top five? But I, I mean, I think the biggest thing with these quarterbacks is you just you want to see a larger sample size and the sample size for CJ Stroud is now large enough. So we can say, look, this is this dude's a, a top ten quarterback in the league right now. There's some other things that need to happen, you know, with with playoffs and stuff, I think, where before we anoint him and put him in the top five. But it just, you know, every week you're like, okay, is this the week that it falls off? Is this the week that it craters? And it's not just like the statistics and the crazy numbers he's putting up. When you watch him and the poise that he plays with and now like these end of the game, got to have it situations. Two weeks ago when they gave him the ball, with 48 seconds left and he needed a touchdown. And he went and he did it and he made it look easy. I mean, that's when, when you've got a whole team and a whole city now believing in you every time you touch the ball at the end of the game, like you've catapulted yourself in the top 10 status. No No, question. No doubt.
2: No question. He's, he's, he's first in the league in yards per game. He's second in total yards, uh, passing yards a game, only behind Sam Howell. I mean, it's a lot of things that you like to hear and like to see because these are kind of Aaron Rodgers. Now, Aaron's, uh, completion percentage numbers would be higher because he's he's hovering around 61, 62%. You know, he's a young kid, so you got to give him a little bit of grace with that. But at the end of the day, he's executing at a real high level. And guess what his name is? Guess what his real name is? I need, I need guesses.
3: Uh, Charles Johnson.
2: Okay.
3: Okay.
1: Okay, <laughs> no, but I, I like it. Curtis Joseph. Yeah, <laughs> Curtis <laughs> Joseph. Clayton John. I, I mean, I don't know.
2: Coleridge Mernard CJ Stroud the fourth
1: oh that is a good name I thought it's we're a gonna very
2: it Harvard yesterday. name
3: yeah that's that great I think of a teammate named Coleridge
2: yeah <laughs> I bet you did uh, well awesome. I appreciate you guys joining me today I know you guys got more things to do today um, and I'll see you guys in a couple of days it's been a blessing and I need to have you guys on here more often
1: right, thanks Sharon thanks Sharon brother appreciate you Appreciate y'all.
2: The Volume.
4: Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever
5: you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena?
3: Like, really love?
5: Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano.